I got an advantage to me. You too slow. You too tall than me. You too slow. You too tall than me. You late on everything. So I'm shorter, faster, quicker. You know what I'm saying? The lowest man wins. I'm pretty sure y'all know y'all play football. The lowest man wins. You know, my lower body straight, I figure, is stronger than a lot of people. So while I'm down here, you got to get down here with me. But I've been down here my whole life. So that's you uncomfortable. Hi, my name is Prince Daniels Jr. And I'm a former NFL running back, an author and thought leader who lives by the mantra, nothing is impossible unless you truly believe it is. I found the Game Beyond the Game Talk That Talk as a place for thought-provoking and inspiring conversations with professional athletes discussing life's transitions. Game Beyond the Game is an ecosystem for professional athletes to cultivate the mindset to discover their overall purpose and vision in the game of life. And now, it's time to talk that talk with your MC, Stan Pearson II, and myself, Prince Daniels Jr. Michael Lenore is from Dallas, Texas, born in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. We know those Louisiana boys, they got an extra kind of flavor and drive to them. He was a 2020 NBA draft prospect leading up to the draft. Michael attended three different high schools, Waxahachie, DeSoto, and Family Faith Academy, Faith Family Academy. Even with all the moving around, he still maintained a 3.5 GPA while in school and helped his high school team with a state tournament his senior year. However, Michael did not have any college offers to play basketball upon graduating high school in 2019. His father took it upon himself to enroll Michael in Creating Young Minds Academy. For Michael to attend as a postgraduate athlete with the aim of earning college scholarship to play basketball. After his prep season, Michael played for Louisville Leopards in the TBL, the Basketball League, which is a professional basketball league in the U.S. Since his inauguration, since its inauguration in 2019-2020, the season, he is, you know, put on about 30 pounds, bulked up, got strong in the paint, yeah. six inches, adding six inches to his vertical, elevated his basketball IQ, and became a positive vocal leader. Leadership is ruler. Awesome. So without further ado, I welcome to you all, wherever you are, clap your hands and stomp your feet, Mr. Michael Lenora. Michael, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Thank y'all for having me on today. Appreciate it. Oh, uh, you're welcome, man. It's our pleasure. Thank you for being here. Heck yeah, man. So let's hop right into it. So there's, uh, you know, draft prospect, you know, working through all your different transitions. What What's the goal? What are you working towards right now? And what are you doing to get there? Uh, I would say the, the main goal, of course, it would be the NBA as of right now. And, you know, um, me working towards getting there, I just been staying focused, staying out the way, uh, you know, just building my mental, building my physical, you know, just staying mentally tough through everything that's going on, uh, going on right now in today's world. So I just been staying in the gym, eating healthy, keeping my body ready to, to where, you know, when the time presents itself, I'll be ready. Nice. nice. You know, Mike, um, going through a transition, I, I played in the NFL and I was, um, you know, during draft day, um, I was waiting for, you know, someone to call my name and um, or, or give me a phone call. And certain things didn't happen in the way that I wanted to. Um, and I was anticipating for something to happen. Um, so you were, you were in the 2020 draft. Um, and I know that you said that a lot of things were, were, were transpiring. You know, how did that make you feel? What was your level of anxiety like? And what was your mindset like? 
Um, I would say my mindset was just, you know, at the time it was, I hope something good happens, but whatever happens, you know, I gotta, I gotta be able to adapt and adjust quick, you know? So, um, but I, I was, I was, um, I was expecting, like you said, expecting a call or waiting on that phone call to happen, which it never came. But at the end of the day, you know, everybody's journey is different. Everybody's story is different. So I feel like that happened for a reason, but you know, that only added fuel to the fire to make me go harder and, you know, just become a better person, become a better player. Mm. Like it. So you mentioned, you know, your mental, and obviously that's something that, you know, Prince is, you know, profoundly engaged and an expert in the, in the mindset and mindfulness piece. So let's talk about what are some of the things that you do to keep your mental strong? Like when anyone is pursuing being the best in their craft or just being their best self, certainly in a sport, especially in basketball, as you know, the, the, the draft, you know, exists. What have you been doing to keep your mind strong and what's helped you most in keeping your mind strong? Um, well, I, I will say, uh, you know, just everyday challenges of what's going on today as well right now. And I also give thanks to my dad and my coach and his wife, you know, whether, you know, it may not look like a, a, a challenge to everyone else. It's a challenge to them. And, you know, I understand that at the end of the day, like certain things they put me through, certain positions they may put me through, but it's on me whether I crack or, you know, whether I stay strong in that moment. And all those are just like tests leading into, leading up into what's going to really happen in today's world. Like I would say, you know, just building my mental with being an underdog in a draft. Okay. I know going in, I'm the underdog. I'm not these five-star guys that, you know, they're pursuing lottery picks or whatever. So me, like before the draft, I was an early uh, participant. So, me throwing my name in there, it was that was a challenge for me. And being mentally tough, it was like, okay, I know I got a chance, but it's not a, a high chance because I'm not a five star or you know somebody who's been in college or whoever they're looking at, whoever they're talking about. So I could have easily took my name out the draft, you know, ten days before it could have started. That was a mental thing for me. Like, are you gonna crack or you know you gonna throw yourself out there and give yourself a chance? So I. Really like, I gave myself a chance and, you know, whatever happens, happens, but I'm grateful to be in this situation that I'm in to, you know, just keep going, keep grinding. And, you know, at the end of the day, I feel like I'm going to reach my ultimate goal, which is the NBA. That's what I'm talking about. Pure determination. And I love it, man. I love it. You know, Stan, I mentioned that you, you, when you were growing up, you had, you went to three different high schools, man. That's a lot of moving around and, 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 and transitioning through a lot of things in life. You know, do you think that has helped you and molded you uh, into the person of being able to handle transition and have that that mindset? Yes, sir. Um, I would say, you know, transition from three different high schools, it most definitely helped me, um, you know, be able to cope and adjust to things because certain situations wasn't for me. And at the end of the day, I had to realize, you know, everything's not going to be perfect. Everything is not going to uh, be how you want it to be. So I had to adjust in those in those moments, in those situations. And I had to realize, you know, it's going to be what it's going to be. You got to make the best of it. Like my uh, my last two years in high school when I attended Faith Family Academy, you know, uh, it was a big change from the two schools that I had went to before, Waxahachie and DeSoto. They were 6A big schools, you know, a lot of kids to where I go to Faith Family, which is a 4A. It's lesser kids. Uh, I mean, more or less kids. The kids that were there, they wasn't my skin color majority of the time. So, you know, and it was a smaller campus and a, a 4A team that's compared to 6A team. So, you know, you didn't get the pub, you didn't get the a lot of a lot of attention. 
So, but for me, that was like, okay, what, what you gonna do? You gonna you gonna whine or you gonna cry because you're not in the six A school or you know you're not what you want to be around or you are gonna make the best of it? And it was the place for me to where I wanted to be and wanted to play it, and it helped me a lot now because. I can adjust and I can cope to things and, you know, deal with things, whatever, the, whatever the case it may be. So I was, that was good, you know, I, I, can, I, I can hear it. I can hear it in the spirit, Stan. I can hear, it. you know, he's just like, whatever comes my way, let it come. I'm going to be like in. Neo in the Matrix, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Locked in. He, he may be too young to know about the Matrix. If you've never seen the Matrix. <laughs> Definitely a movie you should watch. Definitely. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. Right. Okay, you're okay in my book, all right? You're still okay, but now you're more okay in my book. Yo, so what I do know when guys are working on developing their skill set, uh, they may have some folks that they may model their game after or that they kind of admire. Who are three hoopers right now, let's say, that on and off the court that you admire that's kind of helped you as you grow in your transitions? Um. When I was real younger, uh, one of the, the best people I thought in the world was uh, Isaiah Thomas from the Bad Boy Pistons. I used to watch a lot of his tape when he was uh, when I was younger, and I still do to this day. As I got older, uh, I started to love Derrick Rose's game when he first came in the league. Uh, explosive guard, can push the ball really fast, which reminds me of myself. And then I took the IQ from Chris Paul when I was down in Louisiana. You know, he played for the um, – the Hornets back then. So I used to watch a lot of CP and I felt like at that time he was the best point guard in the league. So I would say, you know, more of the the skill may have came from Isaiah Thomas and um, watching wise and more of the, the speed and explosiveness may have came from Derrick Rose and IQ came from Chris Paul. So I tried to mix those things and mesh it together and, you know, take picks and uh, bits out of their games and put it into minds. Man, that's a solid combination, man. That's a solid combination. It is. Hey, hey Prince, he saved himself. Being a Chicagoan, when you said Isaiah Thomas, I was like, I hope you're talking about the other, the lefty. You're not talking about the Detroit Isaiah, are you? But no, he's also, but he's from the shy anyway. But great talent out of shy and, and also Derrick Rose. As you mentioned, Chris Paul, a very smart player, incredible CP3. IQ. CP3, man, hold it down. What's good, yeah. CP3? For sure, for sure. Man, listen, what's if if I was an NBA scout and I, I hit you up, I said, hey, what are, what are two or three things you can tell me about yourself that would make me want you on my team? Like, what are, what are a couple of those things that you, you would tell me? I would say the first thing is I'm a winner. I mean, who don't want to win? I feel like I'm a winner. Uh, a second thing would be I'm a great leader on and off the basketball court. You know, I like to have fun. I like to, you know, build bonds and build relationships with my guys for us to come, you know, not better teammates, but better be brothers at the end of the day. Because, you know, it's crazy in today's world with people doing what they're doing. So I feel like that will be uh, good for our organization and our team to help us win, actually. And basketball-wise, I'm a pure point guard. I'm not, you know – I'm a person that can do what a lot of other guards can't do. You know, I can get people involved when they're not uh, going. I can get people going. I can slow the game down, dictate the game. When every when everything is routed, when everybody's out of place, I can slow it down, call a timeout, calm everybody down, make sure everyone stays poised, and, you know, I can run the show. I'm a floor general. So I would say those three things, um, th- those are big. And also a competitor. I'm going to compete to the end. No matter what the score is, no matter how anybody's feeling, so 
I would say those are some great things. I would tell a, a scout or a GM or whoever. Man, I haven't heard that one in a long time. That was solid. I love that answer. And also, it just sounds like you're hungry and determined, you know, to get to where you are. Um, man, so what do you think or what do you feel or what do you imagine what will happen whenever you get your opportunity? Um. That'll be all I'll be waiting for. Um, when I get that opportunity, I'm gonna I'm seize the moment. Once I'm in the moment, you know, I'm gonna lock in. I'm gonna give it all 110%. I'm gonna just thank God, first of all, and just tell him to let me play to the best of his abilities, my abilities, whatever he <laughs> want me to go out there and do. So I'm gonna just go out there and give him my all and just seize the opportunity. Cause I know first impression is everything. So I'm most definitely gonna leave my mark. Nice, man. You know, um, I'm really big on mindfulness, as Stan mentioned. And so uh, so what comes with that is visualization. Do you visualize yourself doing a lot of the things that you're doing to reach your level of success? Yes, sir. Um, I always, since I was a little boy, I always used to, you know, visualize myself being in certain positions, whether it's, you know, taking a lash out of the game or I used to practice my autograph when I was younger, like, that type of stuff. So I always visualize myself being in certain situations and certain positions. So when it may come, when it comes to life, I'll be ready for it. It won't be nothing new for me. So I'm that type of person. Like, I feel like I always see something before it happens or, you know, I always think about something before it happens instead of, oh, it just popped up. Now I got to try to be ready for it. Nah, I want to be ready for it before it happens. So I, I most definitely visualize myself doing it. So keep it up. Yes, sir. Now, so that's a couple couple more things I'm thinking right now. What's the best advice you think you've received throughout this pro obviously you receive a lot of advice, but certainly as this process has begun for you, what's been some of the best advice you know you've received that, that's resonated with you? Um, I would say some of the best recite uh advice that I've received is just to stay patient. Um NBA scout Bob Hill, he told uh, my coach, tell me that, you know, tell Mike, don't worry about anything. Everything is going to be okay. Like, just make sure he keeps his head on right. Um, make sure he keeps working because, you know, like I say, I- I've been saying this for the longest. Everybody's journey, everybody's path is different. So yours might not be a straight line to the NBA, but are you going to quit or are you going to keep going? You know what I'm saying? So you never know what's next or when it's going to happen. So it's on you whether to, whether to uh, determine are you going to keep going or are you going to stop? So I would think some of the best advice uh, would be, you know, just stay patient, um, stay working, and, you know, keep putting your trust in God because without him, you know, will none of this be possible. So I think that's some of the best advice. And also, um, shout out to Dwayne's way that I talked to him. He told me a little bit about the league, letting me know, um, you know, what to expect when I get there, what not to expect, um, how things are going to go and at the end of the day basically that's his business so you got to you know understand how you carry yourself so shout out to him too he gave me some great advice man shout out to Papa Wade we appreciate you big dog mm-hmm. that's amazing and I will just add that's great advice because it is a collective business so from a marketing and branding standpoint it seems as though teams also want to know hey who can we who can we count on to help make us look good. Who can we right. count on to make sure we're holding our the team name in a great light? Because uh, those checks cash too, right? Yeah. That, those opportunities present themselves too. So it's amazing that you were listening when you were speaking and shouting them out also. Yes, sir. 
Cool. So, so I got a question to ask you. Like, do you ever find yourself getting intimidated playing against seven foot one, seven foot two people, or you come in like I don't care how small I am, I'm still a big dog in here. Oh yeah, no, I never find myself getting intimidated. I've been playing against grown men my whole life since I was a little boy. So, even when I was the smallest or the youngest, you know, that never really mattered to me. I feel like. You know, I'm 5'11", 6 foot, whatever you want to say. When I get on the court, everybody the same height to me. I don't look at nobody no taller or shorter or whatever because me, people might think I got a disadvantage, but I got an advantage to me. You too slow. You too tall than me, you too slow. You too tall than me, you late on everything. So I'm shorter, faster, quicker. You know what I'm saying? The lowest man wins. I'm pretty sure y'all know y'all play football. The lowest man wins. You know, my lower body straight, I figure, is stronger than a lot of people, so... While I'm down here, you got to get down here with me, but I've been down here my whole life. So that's you uncomfortable. You feel what I'm saying? So <laughs> that type of stuff, I've never been intimidated. And I, I play against a lot of NBA players and stuff in the offseason too. So that never really been an issue. But, you know, I just try to go at everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, you don't have to say yes or no, but I, don't, I feel like you're a trash talker in a good way, but, but people don't know it. People don't know, like you're the kind of you didn't score, you didn't beat somebody, you didn't cross somebody. In your mind, you're like, you should have never been out here. You're trash. I'm killing you today, but you never say that. Is that the? You don't have to admit to it. I'm just. Nah, I, look, I say this. I say this. Look, my teammates can tell you this. Like, I don't say nothing until somebody say something to me. But I'm not gonna really say nothing to them anyway. I'm talking to my team. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put my team up, and I might, I might talk to myself like. If I cross somebody over or make sure I'll be telling myself, like, he can't guard you or something like that. Like, <laughs> I, never, I never talk to the opponent, like, you know what I'm saying? I might cross somebody and look at them, like, you serious or something like that, but I don't ever really just. That is your mind. Yeah, I don't, I don't ever just go out there with a, a mind, say that, you know, I'm finna talk to him when they're like that, but I just play. I have fun. At the end of the day, it's basketball. We're gonna have fun. Uh, way to respect the game. You know, that drives some people crazy. Some people want you to talk to them. And when you're not paying them any attention, it messes with their ego. It messes with them from the game. It was really cool that you stay locked in and have fun with the game. And remember, you know, as you continue to rise and shine, continue to have fun with the game. Yeah. So, so man, my, any final thoughts, like how, what do you want folks to know about you or learn about you? And how can they connect with you beyond here? If they're like, yo, I got to know more about this. My God, like, you know, let's talk. Yeah. Um, uh, folks can know about me is, you know, I'm just a fun person. I'm a very encouraging person, a, a very relentless person, person that's, you know, never going to stop until I get what I want. So, um, you know, that's what y'all can think of me or, you know, as y'all can go follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, King Mike, K-V-N-G dot M-I-I-K-E. Mike with two I's, uh, King with a V instead of an I. And on Twitter, it's the same thing except for the dot. But um, y'all can just, you know, watch me and keep up with me. Let's see what go on in my life on a daily. You know, I just, I really just like to have fun, which consists of playing basketball every day. And, you know, I like shopping and stuff like that. But, you know, I'm just one of those type of guys. I, I enjoy the game. I, I love the game. Um, I like having fun, you know, my teammates, I, I be with those guys majority of the time, you know, to build those, build a bond and relationship to, you know, become brothers at the end of the day outside of basketball. So I feel like I'm just, a, a, you know, a great person to be around, a great person to look at. And hopefully I can be a role model to somebody's kids one day or something like that. So 
that's what that's what I try to be. Awesome, man. Congratulations, Prince. Any final thoughts or questions? Yeah, my final thoughts and questions. Um, so one, this is what Stan usually says. Um, what would you tell your younger self? What, what what's what's one thing that you would tell your younger self? One thing I would tell my younger self is keep going and be smart. You know, be be confident and be smart. That's what I would say. Nice. Be, be confident and be smart. I know what it means to be confident, but what does it mean to be smart? Be smart is um, what I would say is, you know, going through what I've been through, being smart about a lot of situations that I have, I have did, or in certain situations, the decisions I have made. Not saying it was the wrong decision, but knowing what could have been the outcome of that situation at the other part of it, I would just say be smart on that one. And most definitely, I forgot this, most definitely trust your work, trust yourself, and never compromise and always know your work. Don't compromise for nobody, especially if you know your work. So I would tell them that for sure. What would you want your legacy? to be like or look like? Uh, I would want my legacy to be legendary, I would say. Um, I want it to look like, you know, a person who who never stopped. At the end of the day, I want somebody to look at me and say, that's a, that dude, that dude was relentless. You know, that dude was a, that dude never stopped. So I want, I want to be that type of guy. And I want to be the person that make it to where I get and actually do what I want to do, not just make it there. I tell people all the time, when I make it to the league, I want to stay in the league. I want to make a name for myself, not just make it just to say, yeah, I made it to the NBA. No, I don't want to be that type of person. I want to, you know, actually do something with it. So uh, I want my, you know, my timeline and how people look at me to say, yeah, that dude was a, that dude was a legend. He did it. So I feel like that's big. Nice. If you can play through adversity, you can play through sickness, you can play through an injury, mm-hmm. you'll be legendary. Yes, sir. Those are the things that, that make you, that put you in that status because you have to, you have to transcend your mind to be able to say, I got to stay focused in order to, to win and to do the things that I need to do, man. Right. So keep at it, man. You're going to go a long way. Stay focused. Keep talking to yourself like that. And keep cr- and keep crossing people over and breaking ankles, baby. Yes, sir. <laughs> Every time I cross somebody over, I'll think about you. Like, what, yeah. what do you think? Yeah. <laughs> By the way, that doesn't happen much very often anymore at all. So I'm living vicariously through you, man. So continue to push, drive, and be the best version of yourself along the way as you arrive to where you want to be. So congratulations in advance. You know, this has been amazing. Thank you for spending some time with us. And uh, we know this isn't the last that we've seen of you. This is only the very beginning of what we've seen of you. So remember that as well. Officially, thank you all for for joining us today. And obviously, Michael, thank you for sharing your story, your drive, and what makes you tick as you elevate into the NBA and the world of professional basketball. For those of you all watching, please don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube page and also Subscribe to our podcast, Game Beyond the Game. Don't forget. That's on, that's you on might, Apple and yeah. 
and Spotify, Apple, right? Spotify, yes. You might you might love looking at our wonderful faces. I think they're wonderful. At least my mama tells me that. But if you can't do that, then absolutely be willing to listen to us via podcast at Game Beyond the Game. So you can join us here weekly, Game Beyond the Game Facebook Live page every Tuesday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Until next time, peace. Peace, everybody. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new show is posted. And please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. To learn more about our events, courses, and other programming, check out GameBeyondTheGame.com. Thanks so much for listening. Peace.